I don't want to make you late. Oh no, you'll be alright. Um, so just sat here with Ruby Tui and um, so Ruby, you've just come off the back of Cape Town um, as well as last weekend came in Dubai. I mean, what's the feeling amongst the team? It must be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, um, well, first of all, you said you were going to buy me a coffee. And, um, <laughs> oh, I brought you straight up. Straight <laughs> in there. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> nah, it's, um, it's pretty amazing. It's milking it, though. Oh, I, I, I ordered a long plate. <laughs> have a look. Um, no, I'm grateful. Thank you. Nah, I, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty unreal. I don't think it'll fully sink until we get home. Um, I mean, you were complaining about your neck last night being a bit heavy <laughs> carrying these gold medals around. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, there was a lot of people who had to step up in our team, not just, um, like, playing on the field, but off the field leadership stuff and game plans. Our management put a lot of onus on us as players to um, understand what to do on the field game plan-wise. So we all had to step up, and um, it's crazy when you get a bunch of special people, you know, not just our team, but everybody in this Women's World Series. There's some special people out there, and when you get... um, a bunch of them on the same page really cool stuff can happen and we had a debutante score our game winning try sorry sorry breath against, yeah, against England right, right. <laughs> you definitely teed that out didn't you I mean I asked you about how the final went and you go straight in there with how you played against England uh, <laughs> no, but, but you know she's never never played for New Zealand or anything like that and to have her debut like that and it was just those moments really make it I mean that's pretty scary for the rest of the world considering the players you've got at home like two of your best flyers, your captain, yeah. and yet you're still taking the gold medal. Home. I mean, give us a chance, right? <laughs> no, no, it's it. Um, I'm very proud, and we're we're ecstatic. But it, it takes a lot. It's not it's not easy. And I think that's one thing people think we do that we take teams for granted or something. But we never ever do. Like you just can't in sevens. We try and respect every team we play. And I think it's yeah. She's a she's a healthy recipe. I mean, it's, it's not like it's just happened overnight. This is like a long time coming. You guys have had some pretty sad defeats over the years, haven't you? And it's probably only made you stronger. And I, I guess I'll ask you a little bit later about your kind of bond with your sisters. But like, where did it all start for you? Like, what's Ruby's story? How did you get into rugby? Oh, jeez. Um, How old were you? Where did you start? Why was it? Well, as a kid, I just I played everything under the sun. I just loved all sport, um, like like a lot of us, but... Like, I didn't think women's rugby was a thing. I didn't think it was real. I didn't think it existed. And then um, after high school, I left... That's my... quite surprising, considering, like, New Zealand is... Yeah, yeah. ...so rugby-only yeah. nation. 100%. Um, which is quite sad, really, and I guess I take that into what I do now and I try to make that never, ever happen to a young girl. Um, but, That's cool. Yeah, I, I lived in a very small town and we didn't even have, like, touch, really, you know? So it was... Um, it was when I moved to Christchurch, the big city down south. Like that's the biggest city in the South Island, and I went to uni there. And the, it just happened to be the uni hall I picked to stay at it was right next door to the the uni rugby field. And um, yeah, like I was good at sport, and I kind of got noticed. And they just said, "Oh, why don't you just come for a jam?" But I played netball at the time, and I had to catch like so, two buses. So a jam is come train. Oh, yeah, sorry, right? yeah, yeah, like <laughs> come have a go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, just, just for our UK listeners, like yeah. yeah. And then, because um, netball was a mish to play, you had to catch buses and stuff. And but the the rugby was literally right there. Like as a uni student, you don't want to be paying extra. Yeah. So um, yeah, I borrowed some boots and um, had a jam or had a go. And I so couldn't. This was 15s though. Yeah, this was 15s. Right, okay. Yeah, and it was with. Um, I I just couldn't believe that 
15 women turned up to play. Like, there was 15 women against 15 women. Like, I just, I, it blew my mind. There were 30 expect? rugby players. Like, even, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what I expected. Can't play 15s and it's 10 v 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but there were, there were 30 amazing rugby players. And at the time, in my team was Kendra Coxedge, Olivia oh. Cody, Kim, Kimberly Smith, Anika Tip Lady. They were all current Black Ferns, and we, the club we played, like our the, the top two clubs, and their team was a Midia Marshall, a Midia Rule, um, Casey oh Robertson. God, I remember playing. Yeah, oh. exactly, bro. Like you're big and you yeah. Know, oh yeah. They were she used to come straight down my channel. <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh no. Yeah. So like, I you know in netball I was trying really hard all these other sports, but I my first jam at sorry my first go at rugby. <laughs> no, we got it. Now. <laughs> yeah. You know what it means now you can say it. My, my first year at rugby, I was playing with some of the best players in the world, and so to go from this whole new world of women's rugby and then to watch them go and play, you know, England, back, you know, they had to tour and play England and play amazing rugby on the other side of the world, and at home, I just, it blew my mind, and I guess I just fell in love with that whole concept, really. So then where does, where's the link to sevens come in then? Oh, so, yeah, that was 2010, my first year out of uni, and then the next year, um, a couple of the girls from one of the clubs were passing around pamphlets and they're like, oh, Ruby, you should sign up. And I was like, oh, like, what's this? And they're like, oh, it's sevens. It's just, you know, it's a faster kind of game. And obviously I was a bit smaller back in the day. I was like 10 kgs lighter. So, I, yeah, I was getting I was getting hard yakka from Casey Robertson. Like, it was it was hard out there. But they said this game's a bit fa- a bit faster. Um, and but the, and it said they said that it might be in the Olympics. They said all this stuff. But the thing that caught my, my ear, and I'll never, ever forget was they said this opportunity if you, if women do it properly is has the potential to have full time paid contracts. And so I just looked at all these players like Casey Robertson who were playing this game so good and not getting anything for it. I, I thought I could change it, like I could help be a part of that change and, you know, maybe maybe make it a job for them. So I um yeah, I grabbed that pamphlet, I signed up and it just it took off. Yeah. That's awesome that you're not just thinking about just going along to play you're like you're trying to do more off the pitch as well like can you tell me a little bit about that because I think there's there's a lot of women that are champion women's sport now especially in rugby and trying to change what's happening in the world can you give us a little bit of an insight of like what you think about women's game where it's going where it should be going oh it's it's funny because I remember when we got our first full time like we got 40k that was that was like my goal I, I didn't think I'd get it in my career and I just was like and when was that that was like maybe Olympics or just before the year before maybe um, it was carnage and it was hectic and it didn't all happen in a pretty way um, but like Rob Nickel and that everyone yeah. helped us and so we got it over the line but it's just it's Rob Nickel's your rugby players association yeah, rep, right? yeah amazing dude and um, he, he really helped educate us and to make our moves and to you know speak when we had to speak and um, and that 40k is kind of way in the distance in terms of how much we're on now you're like I'm not allowed to say because NZAU told me not to but it's pretty um, significant yeah it's, yeah it's pretty significant I'm pretty happy about it and when they do release it like I'll probably be posting about it <laughs> you know I'm so excited but um, well you should be proud that, that you know New Zealand have, have gone to lengths to make sure that you're looked after well and mm. that you're in a good place yeah I just I just think if you're dedicating your life to something and the male version of that is getting paid like I just I don't see the difference, you know, we, we're working just as hard. The, the one year that got me the most was we sat down, we weren't getting paid, and we put the men's calendar down and all their days they're assembled, and then we put our calendar down all the days we were assembled. We had, like, not even half the amount of tournaments, but we were assembled for more days. 
So we were actually giving up more days out of our year and holding down jobs, kids, everything, and it just... Like, I'm not a numbers person, I'm not a ma- mathematician, but... It's, no? You know, like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, it just, it just didn't add up, and that was... I think even... Um, no one could argue with us, it just something wasn't right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, it's always driven me, I think, if you're just out there for the short-term glory or the short-term satisfactions, you'll never actually be happy. You'll never experience true true happiness. You know, you'll get lots of pleasure and lots of fun one night, but, mm. you know... I'm, I want sustainable happiness so I can be the best person I can be and I think equality and treating treating us, you know, we're women's rugby players, but just treating us like rugby players, that's what I want. And I think, you know, I get asked by a lot of male coaches, oh, how do you coach women? I'm like, just, just treat me like a rugby <laughs> player, bro. Like, I want to get better. You want us to win. We actually want the same thing, yeah. you know. So, um, so yeah, I guess that's why. So leading on the pitch and off it. So you've well, got some pretty... Heavy shoulders on you guys. <laughs> so, like, um, we'll go back to you now about playing wise. So, this year you picked up a little award in Tokyo, you know, as you do. <laughs> Another thing that you got to hold on to. I mean, have you got some space at home for all these trophies? So, well, Women's Player of the Year, Sevens. I mean, how was that? Because you were nominated uh, last year as well, or year before? Uh, uh, what year? Year before. Year, year before, before. Year before. That was a Black Ferns sweep up yeah, as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how was that? Like, you think about grabbing that pamphlet, signing up for something, and now, like, you're 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 the best player in the world. Yeah, that's that's buzzy when you say it like that. Um, we, like, obviously, it was an amazing honour, and I, I never thought something like that would ever happen in my life. Um, and I, and I've never played to win awards like that, yeah. so it just it wasn't really on my radar. So I got I honestly got such a fright <laughs> when they said my name. Like, I hands down, I had my money on my cap captain but um yeah I guess it was cool because for the forwards you know like all the hard munters that don't really score too many tries but um did you pick up two in the final (laughs) (laughs) you just coaxed him in to like just big you up even more you don't need it all right you're not gonna get Uh, through the door (laughs) um nah it's insane and I guess it's kind of cool because I thought there was a limit like I said I thought there was a limit with pay and that's just blown up. And now I just, I can't see a limit. Like, I can't see a limit for my personal goals. I can't see a limit for women's rugby. It's, it's honestly, like, limitless, the growth. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I knew what we could do. I've got no idea. Like, it can go way further. Yeah. So um, things like that blow my mind. Um, but I just got to, you know, thank the highest power, be grateful, and just keep trying to be the best person, you know, because it's like we're so competitive at home because um, we always... You know, I've just about got in a fight with Goss with Sierra Hidney because we're so competitive on the field. But it, it's because it doesn't it doesn't matter if you don't win properly. Like play by the rules. If it was out, it was out. If you were off your off your off your feet, you were off your feet. You know, we're so competitive and by the rules. And I think when you win and you know you've done the best you can, it's so much sweeter. Like yeah. I don't want to win or do any of the stuff if I'm not being living the best life I can and being the best person I can be because it's not it's not the same is that something that you and the girls live by like in terms of your bond and how you respect one another and you seem to have a real and you call each other sisters like you do have a real sisterhood like where's that how does that how do you create that environment yeah there's a, there's a few of us the formula <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well no there, there, we, it wasn't always like um, you know, rainbows and sunshine. We've had lots of 
lots of dark times that we've had to get through as well. And we still face adversity. Um, you know, like last season was pretty hard. And um, I guess we're never going to say to someone, you can't come in this team if you're not a good sort. Like, it's not about that. It's just there's, we have our kawa, like our processes. We have things you have to respect in the team. Um, and, and we have to work really, really hard. Like, there's no exception. You, you have to be willing to work hard. So I guess if you just combine having your basic processes, um, being respectful to the legacy that is, you know, the Black Ferns jersey and women's rugby, um, and then you, you make sure you get somebody who's who never, ever shy away from that work. Yeah. It kind of... Because you guys always, like, love the grind. Yeah, we yeah. Love it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that all persona or do you actually love it? Oh, Honestly, Beth, I, I think you just have to. Like, you, you have to. And the reason I don't mind it is because I always say the harder I work now, the easier it'll be later on. Like, if you, if it's, and it's not just rugby. Like, you know, if, yeah. you, leave, if, if you if you walk in home and you see your washing pile sitting there <laughs> and you're like, you know what, I'm going to do that later. It's just annoying. Like, you come back and now you've got five minutes, you're late for this, you know, and now you've still got to do your washing. But if you just do it, as soon as you walk through that door, yeah. it's way easier later on. You know, it's, just, it's the same with the mahi and sevens. You can't. You cannot escape the hard yakka and sevens. Like you know, you played mm-hmm. it. You, you can't escape it. So you you need to have that mindset that you want to do it all the time, every day. Like you know, we're we're just all willing to go there for each other. You're a fountain of knowledge. So oh. I know how to put my washing away now. <laughs> <laughs> and I know to love the grind. Um, but what what's next for you then? Like what you said that you don't know where your limits are. Have you got obviously Tokyo's not far away. Mm. That's clearly on your radar. But what about after that? I know there's lots of players considering moving away. Sorry. <laughs> We're just sat by the pool and yeah. your kids choking. Yeah, I can't swim, I hope you can swim. <laughs> um, and um, so you've got Tokyo on the horizon, but some players, you know, they'll be retiring after that or they mm. might be moving over to 15s. Like, do you have... I mean, we've had chats before about potential 15s, but... Yeah. So what's the goal for you? Honestly, I, I think in sevens, it is really important to, like, kind of stay focused in the short term because it is such a long season um, if you get too caught up you know trying to make the final or trying to win the series you lose um, you lose the presence you can have in each game that you need to win um, so I try and keep my mindset pretty focused in the now like we're just going to go into Christmas I get to spend some real time with my family and like I'm trying to build a house back home and do stuff for me you know oh, cool. um, do so you also uh, you build houses as well? well <laughs> Jesus Christ! Me and Portia are studying it. Like hopefully one day. But now um, I want. I, I got goals this season. Like I want Hamilton Sevens. It's we, we played there last year as four of us: England, us, France, and China. The goals. And but I, but it wasn't an official st- stop. Mm. So I want that leg to go really really well I want all the countries to have an amazing experience in New Zealand as we have here in Cape Town um, that's massive on my priority list I, selfishly man I really want to I really want to jam Hong Kong play in Hong Kong yeah like uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I really want to play in Hong Kong like that's always been a, when I first started that's back in, yeah yeah that's like that was always tournament. the tournament you know yeah you know so I just I know there's a lot of stuff going on there and if it doesn't happen you know I'm, I'm just thankful that they considered us but I, that would be on my career list personally amazing um, and like there is Tokyo there but I just want like honestly I just want my girls and my sisters and everyone who comes into my team to to just experience the amazingness that we have the opportunity to that makes sense like I want like we give so much to rugby every day but 
only because it gives so much back to us mm. every day like I, I look around look at us Perth we're in Cape Town there's palm trees we're next to a pool like what are we up to you know like it's rugby gives us so much every day and I want everybody to, who wears that black jersey or comes into our team I just want them to leave being like man I can do anything you know like I'm so lucky I, I just want them to feel like that so I'm not actually after results in terms of the scoreboard I'm after results in terms of the people I'm um, and I guess that's why I love Ella Bunting so much because he's just a people person, you know. Like yeah. me and him are often our comms are bad and we're late, but we're, <laughs> that's why we got Corey and Goss, you know. Like, <laughs> um, but I just you got to have those balances and hundred percent. But um, yeah, I just be busy putting your washing away. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting my washing <laughs> away. But no, my my goal is to whatever happens after Tokyo. I, honestly, I, as long as the people walk away with a massive smile on their face and they don't regret anything and they understand how much we get from this amazing game, like, I'll be happy with whatever happens. I mean, that's inspiring stuff, the fact that you're not just results-focused. But, I mean, let's fast forward. I mean, it was your birthday the other week, so you are, oh, yeah, you're well. catching me up now. <laughs> um, do you have any idea about maybe, like, after rugby? Like, because we, we need people like you to stay in the game and whether that's with a mic in your hand or in a boardroom making decisions in the game do you have aspirations there at all or are you just thinking about playing at the moment yeah it's it's lots of people ask me what I want to do after Tokyo but I I remember very clearly in Rio when we won silver I thought I was going to finish oh really it was just you know I was going through stuff in life and I didn't agree with some of the like the management calls back then and I it was it was um it was quite draining and I I gave it everything and I was just so exhausted um but I I will never forget how I felt when we got that silver it was just like it was you know it was just so close to having to having it all and everything making sense and it just didn't so it didn't feel right to walk away and because of that moment I'm not going to make any permanent decisions until the final also goes in Tokyo, wherever, whatever that may be. You know, I've got to make that team and then I've got to do a good job and then I've got to help the culture. So taking it step by step, but I'm, I'm not going to make any definite decisions until yeah, until until after that, whether it's playing or yeah. coaching or commentating. Um, I've, I've made sure I've um, got a few options there. Um, I'm do, doing the mahi off the field as well because, you know, you have to as a rugby player. Um, but, yeah, I've watched the space. I'm sure whatever way you go, it'll be truly successful <laughs> along the way with all your other adventures you've got going on. But no, thank you so much for talking to us. I really appreciate it. Finally got to have our coffee yeah. after all these yeah. years. Um, oh, yeah. But no, it's been really nice having you in, so thank you very much. Thanks, Beth. Appreciate all you do and um, look forward to the next one. Right, and then I'll just do... Oh, I take-